okay? <laughs> so today I want to talk to you a bit about baptism because next week we're obviously not going to be here at 10.30, so don't show up here at 10.30 because no one will be here. We're going to go to Browns Bay at 12 noon, so you're going to get a wee lion on the Sunday morning. And baptism is always such a special time in the life of our church. It's a real family occasion. We love to share it together as church family. So today I just want to share a wee bit about baptism, what it's all about, its significance. And we're going to hear from a couple of people who are getting baptized next week. And you need to buckle up because I've got loads of Bible verses today. Hopefully they'll come up on the screen. So the people getting baptized next week, just so you know, um, there's nine, um, Caroline Ash, Melissa Jennery, Steph Hardy, Linda Logan, Alison and Philip Metcalf, Eva Skinner, Emma Stewart and Diane Wade. And we're so excited that those people are going to get baptized. And um, the next picture is the picture that we use for our baptism slide. Um, it's from a couple of years ago. And I just love it because it just represents our church family looking on, supporting, celebrating, cheering the people who are getting baptized. <coughs> So some of you, many of you here will have been baptized, some of you won't. So I just wanted to share a bit about what it is in case you don't know. Um, baptism has its roots in Jewish ceremonial cleansing. Apologies to the people who were at the baptism meeting this week because you've heard all this. The Greek word baptizo means to immerse or dip underwater. And what it is, it's a public declaration of a brand new association. So when you go under the water, you're identifying yourself with Christ's death and declaring that you're dead to your old sinful nature. Um, John the Baptist says, repent and be baptized. And when you come up, you're identifying yourself with Christ's resurrection. You're declaring that you're living for him. And it's not a somber moment. It's a celebration. It's an indication of new life in Christ. And that's why we love doing it in our church and celebrating with people. So why should someone be baptized? Well, Jesus himself modeled it. He was baptized by John in the Jordan. That's Mark 1, uh, verse 9. So baptism, we're following Jesus' example. And also Jesus commanded it. Um, he said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. That's in Matthew 28. Baptism demonstrates that we're a believer. Um, in Acts 18, it says, many who heard Paul believed and were baptized. And it's communicating something. It's communicating our new life as a believer. Um, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and new life has come. And I absolutely love this next verse from Romans 6, which I've taken from the message. It sums it up, really. This is what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we are lowered into the water, it's like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it's like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace-sovereign country. So he raises us up into a light-filled world so that we can see where we're going. 
And when we see Jesus himself being baptized, someone pointed this out to me years ago, and it just really impacted me. Um, I'll read in Matthew 3, it says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending him like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. When Jesus was baptized, he was 30 years old. And his baptism was a form of dedication. You know, Jesus had never sinned. He wasn't repenting, but he was offering himself as God's sinless lamb. And the thing that the person pointed out to me was, this was before any of Jesus' public ministry. It was before he'd preached to the masses. It was before he'd healed people. It was before he performed any miracle. And God says, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And that is amazing. That is God's delight over his son, Jesus. And the amazing thing is today, he speaks that over each one of us. 1 John 3 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. And I just felt that this morning when we were worshiping, especially that last song, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. That's for me and that's for you because we're his children and he loves us so deeply and profoundly. It was so overwhelming. It's amazing. Um, <coughs> our friends at Carrot Community Church put this one up last week that I saw. There is a new spirit at work within me, and I just love that. It really summed up baptism. You know, there's a new spirit at work within us when we go into the water and come up again. We're just saying, yes, I want to follow Jesus for the rest of my life. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And I was thinking, you might be wondering, you know, what we're saying to people when we're out in the water, baptizing them. If you've been there, we're not just going, oh, it's really freezing out here, isn't it? Let's get this over with. You know, and we are, you know, talking to them. Um, And we ask them these simple questions. We say, do you believe in Jesus Christ who died for your sins and rose again on the third day? And hopefully they say yes. And then we say, do you confess him as your Lord and Savior? And again, they say yes. And then we say, in confession of your faith, we now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. And then when they come up out of the water, we say to them, arise and walk a new life. And that's what I've been really thinking about this week as I've been thinking about baptism, that phrase, arise and walk a new life. So I looked up arise in the dictionary. What does it actually mean? Arise, rising, awakening, springing up into new life, moving forward, ascend. And it reminded me again of what our friend Andrea Wigglesworth shared with us about ascending, being a mountain moving people, a mountain taking people, moving on, seeing God, seeing salvation, seeing supernatural breakthrough. So arise and walk a new life. Romans 6 verse 4, um, it, it speaks of this. We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. We're repenting, we're surrendering to Jesus, we're choosing to be baptized. It's not just a rubber stamp saying, yes, you're good, that's it. It's a journey, it carries on, it's walking, it's onward, it's ongoing, it's active, it's not standing still. And I just love that, arise and walk in new life, keep walking, keep going, keep seeing what God's doing. 
And um, I just wanted to ask a, um, a couple of people who are being baptized to come up and share a little bit about themselves and why they're getting baptized. So first of all, I'm going to ask Emma to come up. Give her a wee round of applause. Okay, so first of all, I'm just going to simply ask Emma, why is she choosing to get baptised? Um, well, I've been a Christian for nearly 12 years now, and when I was a child, as a child, um, as happened often, I was christened, but um, it didn't, doesn't really count. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so now that I'm older and um, I just think I've grown in faith and I'm just ready to publicly show that I'm willing to follow God. So we're talking about arise and walk a new life. Do you want to share a wee bit about how has God helped you rise up? How has he rescued you and redeemed you? Um, so I have some notes here just because I'm so nervous. Um so he's helped me really in the past couple of years, um, especially that um, the events in my past don't have to define me. Um, I've been quite, I've been through quite a lot of stuff, and um, he's just helped me realise that I'm new in him. Um, I don't have to be the way that um, I was before, and I don't have to be defined by what I've done or what's happened to me. Um, all that stuff that was supposed to bring me down and and keep me from him um, doesn't have to be significant anymore. Um, I've met some amazing people, um, especially since coming here, who have just been there to support me, pray with me. They will not let me give up. Um, <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> they will not let me give up. Um, and he's just put amazing opportunities in place for me to grow and heal and, um, yeah. So it's fair to say you're walking a new life, Emma. Um, do you want to say any more about that? Um, yeah, so basically God's just been reminding me every day that he's with me, no matter what. And he had been with me, you know, all along. Um Especially in the past two years, we've had a really rough time as a family and personally. And despite all the stuff that's happened, despite all the really sometimes devastating things that have happened, um, he's shown me the joy as well. There's been some really, really amazing things that have happened, like the birth of our son, um, my niece, my friend having a baby and being there to witness that and we waited six years for that um, and that's just that's just a few things a few tiny bits of joy that have happened despite despite everything um, so yeah it's just sometimes life's going to be tough and things don't necessarily become easy when you're a Christian um, the difference is he's there and he's with you and there's still joy and he gives you the strength to get through it. Thank you.
That's incredible. I think Emma just stole the second part of what I was going to say. <laughs> but um, if it's okay, could Diane come up now? Okay, so this is Diane, and I'm just going to ask her the same kind of questions I asked Emma. So why, Diane, are you choosing to get baptised? It's a good Northern Ireland saying, um, it's about time you nail your colours to the mask. So. <laughs> Very good. So she's definitely doing the public declaration thing. <laughs> so um, God has brought you on a difficult, out of a difficult journey. And when we talk about arise and walk a new life, many of us here have seen you rise and d just change before our eyes. So do you want to share a wee bit about how God has helped you rise up? Um, coming from a background of addiction um, and looking for something probably to fill the void, um, I stumbled across Vineyard through um, Coleraine, the Brave Conference. Um, and really, at the end of the day, I stood on the 18th of August 2015 and had stopped drinking on the 16th of August. And on the 18th of August 2015, I coming through the horrors of DTs, I says, if there is a God in heaven, um, could you help me? And in that moment, a wee voice in my head said, and I didn't realize it at the time, it was like the first step of obedience, and it said um, to go and ask your husband for forgiveness. We had been separated, and he had brought me home just to try and help me. Um, went on up the stairs and woke him and said to him, can you ever forgive me, Tommy? And he said, I don't know. And a year later, we renewed our vows. I was sober a year. And I swore I would never do anything. I would never be part of a church. I would never <laughs> belong to a place. Never do anything. And I came to the conference here, Andrea Wigglesworth. And for the first time in my life, Andrea asked me to be part of the, the team. And through different wee things, um, I actually felt for the first time that I belonged. So it's obvious to everyone that you're really walking a new life. Do you want to just say a bit about what God's doing in your life? Just any of your wee stories would be brilliant. <laughs> um, anything. We started a life group with it about three years ago. Um, different ones was there. And just I had walked the duck pond and the duck pond for the first nine months of... Uh, becoming a Christian, had headphones on, done the whole thing. Please, God, forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Um, nine months, a ritual, a ritual. And at nine or ten months in, as I walked, saying the same thing, and I had been to life groups and we had done all different things, like why does God not answer one prayer and answer another prayer and, and different things. And a wee voice in my head said to me, Diane, stop begging and start thanking and it was a huge change and from that 
um, this woman here helping her with kids, Gillian. Just uh, so, so many things have happened. So, so many things. Uh, really, just fills my own head at times. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. So, I don't want to embarrass Emma and Diane, but they are, they have given their life to Jesus and said yes to him. And now God is using them to impact loads of other people just by getting alongside them. It could be in simple ways, like chatting to someone at Tots and giving them a cup of coffee. It could be Diane just going into school with Gillian and sharing God's love with kids or helping her with life kids. They're just living it out. They're just, they've risen up and now they're walking a new life and it's just our joy to see that and so many of you just seeing that you're rising up and just um, following Jesus and then your lives are just touching other people's lives and I've just got a couple of wee things to finish with and the next one is I just wanted to say like I loved how Andy and Andrea concluded our proverb series last week on um, making life work and they just use this verse trust in the lord with all your heart don't lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight and it kind of connects with what emma just said she's trusting god with all her heart and yes it's not always easy you're not always happy you're not always healthy you know giving your life to jesus and getting baptized doesn't mean that everything is straightforward but we trust him. We lean not on our own understanding. We acknowledge him in all in all that's happening in our lives. And he, he makes that pathway straight. We choose him. And Andrea shared about adventure as well. I love that little picture, adventure in the mountains. You know, as we trust the Lord, as we surrender to him, as we pursue him wholeheartedly, he's with us on the journey. It is an adventure. There are ups and downs. Sometimes you're going to be at the peak of that mountain and sometimes you're going to be down in the valley. But as Andrea said last week, where would we be if we hadn't said yes and walked a new life? You know, this isn't about ambition. This isn't about achievement. You know, Jesus hadn't achieved loads of things when the father said, this is my son whom I love with him, I am well pleased. He'd just been obedient. This is about obedience. And what I see in like the likes of Emma and Diane is they're just being obedient to God. They're just saying yes to him on a daily basis and trusting in him even when life hits them a smack up the face and something goes wrong. They're just saying yes, they're trusting and they're being obedient. So this morning, I just want to say to you, Adventure Awaits, which is this little picture. Um, and if you don't know Jesus today, if you haven't given your yes to him, adventure awaits. It's an amazing life. I'm not going to say it's an easy life, but it's a wonderful life. And I just want to encourage you today, if that's you, to think about giving your yes to Jesus. So finally, arise and walk a new life. That is just been going around in my head all week it's what I wanted to share with you today it's what we see in the lives of the, uh, the people who are getting baptized some of whom have been in our alpha course and are 
you know, have become Christians and are giving their yes to Jesus and they're marking it by being baptized. And I just want to say to all of you this morning, as children of God, he delights in you. His love is reckless. His love is overwhelming. He's saying, this is my son. This is my daughter whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. We are called to arise and walk in new life. So I just want to encourage you today, adventure awaits, whether you've been a Christian for a week, a month, a year, 40 years, whatever it is, we're called to arise, we're called to walk in new life. And I just believe there's more. We're called to keep walking. You know, walking is a verb, it's an action, it's a doing word. So together as individuals and together as a church community, let's keep walking. Let's keep just pressing on, trusting, being obedient and seeing what God has for us.